0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Hootboard Visitor Information and Destination Marketing Podcast. I am your host Brian Reynolds, and with me, also hosting, is CEO of Hootboard, Satya Shahade. Satya, how are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Oh, also well, doing well. It's a little bit warmer these days and that's a good thing because that's the way it's supposed to go normally. So, but yeah, doing well. Uh, And joining us today is Andrea Johnson, uh, the Director of Marketing and Communication at Explore Lawrence in Lawrence, Kansas. Andrea, hello. Thank you. Thank you for being here. How are you?
2: Hi, great. Thank you for having me.
0: I just want to get this out of the way up top with everyone listening. I also reside in Lawrence, Kansas, and uh, Andrea Johnson is working at Explore Lawrence, which is the DMO uh, kind of uh, service in the area of uh, Lawrence, Kansas here. So I'm really excited about this conversation. We're going to talk gonna about... Be only, a,
1: only a little bit of favoritism here. Going Maybe. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs>
0: big fan of Lawrence. You're going to love, you're going to see uh, Satya that we really do love Lawrence and how much we do. So uh, I'm excited yep. to talk about this, talk about what's going on. Uh, the summer is coming, is coming up if, if some people counted already here, but I think June 20 is the official uh, day, but we'll, we'll uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. But first and foremost, our favorite question to ask our guests, Andrea, uh, we'd love to know about your career journey and uh, becoming a director of marketing and communications at Explore Lawrence. So is it okay? Can you take us through that a little bit and get to know you a little bit that way?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I joined Explore Lawrence about five years ago, but the journey getting there was I never uh, did expect to be in tourism. I think a lot of people end up stumbling upon the industry and then never, ever leave. So that's the case for me. Mm-hmm. I hope to stay in this industry until I retire. Um, but my background is really in marketing. I, act, I uh, graduated from the University of Kansas, which is here in Lawrence. I'm not originally from here. But I came here and I love the place so much that I'm still here. Um, and right. with a degree. There you go. <laughs> right It was actually uh, my major sports information. It's a program I don't even think they offer anymore at KU, but it was just something that really married together two things that I had a passion for, which was communications and marketing and sports. So that was great. I always hoped to be in um, the sports field. But um, like I said, the tourism industry kind of found me actually started working. At the state tourism office, I just applied for the job because it was marketing and it looked fun and it was for the marketing coordinator. So um, in 2007, I started working for the um, state of Kansas tourism division. And then it was in 2016 that I moved over here to explore Lawrence when we got a new director here, kind of changed things up. And I've been running the marketing and communications program ever since.
0: That's great. And th- when you said the University of Kansas, did, did you say the, the strategic marketing degree for journalism degree from KU? Is that where you're at? Or, well, where it at?
2: it's kind of funny. That was pr- that program was housed within the Department of Education. Oh, so okay. I have a Bachelor's me. of yeah. Science in Education because all the sports stuff was in, in the education department. Okay. So okay. although most, most of my coursework was actually in the journalism school
1: yeah, yeah. Think- it, it, it's it's funny the one my my degree is in information science and they had it part of the library science because it's about organizing information it's just digitally and then they eventually put it in computer science because they realized maybe it's more aligned with computer science than library uh you know? thing so it's it's funny how how they figure this out over time yeah
0: in my so resumes I, i've sent out yeah i just say when i say strategic strategic communications or technically it's a journalism degree but i say that uh, took the strategic communications i just say marketing I'm like yeah i majored in marketing That just go with that yeah. <laughs> and if you want to drill down <laughs> a little bit more we go that it's way
1: really pr but yeah yeah, yeah you, right. you pass pretty well for marketing
0: <laughs> and andrea there's also like one uh kind of action item you just uh, kind of let us know there. Uh, you applied uh, in 2007 for uh, the uh, marketing coordinator position. So th- I think uh, the marketing coordinator, that's always like a, the coordinator level. That's usually the, is that more the entry of junior level kind of thing? So if you're graduated, you don't know what is you need to apply for where you're qualified coordinator. That's a good level, right? Usually go for those.
2: Absolutely. And I learned so much. I mean, it was just my foundation for tourism and, and, and got me catapulted awesome. to where I am now. Awesome. So yeah. Um, it's a great place to start. Did you,
1: did you know let me and uh, this is something that we always kind of wonder right how, how new people we want awesome new people in this industry. Uh, did you know that tourism marketing uh, feel like these uh, this even existed before that? Um, did you know it specifically?
2: Well it's kind of funny because I you do but you don't because you absorb it and you see it but you don't really realize that it's an industry to work in because I mean probably one of the commercials that I remember the most from my childhood was a state tourism commercial Brian you might remember the ah Kansas it was a and it was their very first tourism campaign I learned when I started working for tourism (laughs) but yeah it was a it was something that I would see all the time. But like I said, I didn't it, really realize that, yes, wasn't
1: it? Definitely one of the most uh, under, uh, t- least talked about, you know, s- pieces of work. If a kid asks me, uh, hey, what should I do when I grow up? I, I don't know if parents specifically go in and say, hey, you're going to go in into marketing of destinations, right? Like, you're no, right. No- yeah, it's a it's you would say marketing, obviously, but nobody thinks it's uh, like that. So it's interesting. It is.
0: And I also uh, to play on that, Andrea. The the one marketing campaign I remember just popped in my head was the uh, visit Branson, Missouri. <laughs> uh, they played like. Oh my, I remember just growing up like there's a lot of those commercials. Uh, that They must have been trying to get us to go to Branson. Apparently, they were. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they played that uh, but yeah, I remember uh, some of the Kansas ones growing up as well. And uh, yeah, uh, it, it's uh it's a lot of fun too. I was like seeing because you get to see all the images across the state. It's always like you know mm-hmm. sunset out over wheat fields or something like that. So yes,
1: absolutely.
2: Well, uh, is talking
1: about, the about one I'm referring hate. to. Uh, Brian, talking about marketing campaigns. I mean, I, and, and maybe I'm jumping around a little bit here, but um, he, I'm on the website right now, and it, unmistakably, how how did you guys come up with that word? Like, how how did you guys latch on that? Um, that's that's pretty good. Word. One word, unmistakable. One word catch for um, for a city.
2: Yeah, so this is this process um, process for creating that um, campaign actually happened right before I joined the organization. Um, So I was at the state when unmistakably launched, but I did get some background on it. And um, it was something it was um, the Explore Lawrence worked with Miller Myers out of Kansas City to come up with a rebranding campaign. Uh, So at the same time, i think it has caused some confusion here locally because two things happened at the same time we were rebranded as explore lawrence the organization and then the unmistakably Lawrence campaign look and feel came out so there's been some confusion locally on that but that was the result of a Miller Myers um really campaign study and rebranding of our our message and campaign but the but I do have the guidelines and how they came up with that and really Lawrence is unmistakable when you get to know especially when you've grown up in Kansas and you realize how different Lawrence is from the rest of the state yeah. It's one of those places, it's just got kind of a, a different feel to it, I well, would say. I... I noticed it when I was young and visiting here and it's kind of like one of those things where you say where you're from and people say oh I've been there once I'd love to come back I I love Lawrence and it sticks out to people and it really is unmistakable very quirky um, lots of interesting history Um, I would say we're quite a liberal community in a very conservative state that makes us very unmistakable as well.
1: Brian keeps saying that, and I'm like, what are you talking about, you're in Kansas. Um, and like, no, no, we, you right here you, is, is pretty liberal. I'm like, what are you saying? Like, I don't know. But, I don't but, think I've but then that. i that. Keep- i don't yeah. think i
0: shared like the map of like uh like every election like there's, there's a bunch of red counties and the only blue county is douglas county and uh <laughs> yeah you it can't you, you can't miss it uh it, it is absolutely like that and uh yeah you, and i think unmistakable really is a great way to, to describe it too uh satya doesn't know this but whenever i was uh, a broke college student uh one of the ways that i would uh, make money was busk with my accordion on mass street and uh you know you can make it like you know anywhere from 30 to 50 dollars uh after a few hours and uh that was that's one way I made it, but everyone would walk by and they would, they it- inevitably one or two times a night people will be like you know you're you're what's great about Lawrence you keep Lawrence weird I heard that quite a bit we love this about this kind mm-hmm. of experience and that's it's awesome. kind of hard to it's kind of hard to find that kind of uh, expression uh, I, I mean I've traveled all over the state uh, I think that's the mass street's probably in the place uh, maybe maybe on a, on a certain weekend you'll see it you down in Aggieville in Manhattan but uh, but I think Manhattan is pretty consistent in that personality trait but yeah it is unmistakable that is they really landed on the absolute correct word as far as I'm concerned
1: that's awesome yeah. yeah i mean i
2: mean it does... I, it's, it's not going anywhere
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, it does make sense uh just reading about it from someone like me you know outside in it it does it's memorable yeah i mean it might have caused some you know local issues and whatnot but again these brands are typically made for people outside of town and you know that's that that kind of makes sense yeah you know, like, but
2: since then the co- the community has really embraced it and um and so it's everywhere if you're especially yeah we have it on signs and, and banners on parking throughout ta- town the parking meters that was one of my first projects
0: <laughs> was it? Um, yeah, yeah. On, yeah yeah i remember drilling up to that because the parking meters when you see them you get a little frustrated then i see that i'm like oh well I'll, now i feel a little bit better now because that, <laughs> <so> <laughs> right. i like that word. <laughs> but uh but yeah, the, yeah, it's all over and I think it sticks. And I love the website too, the content strategy you have there, the photos you take, the live at, the live concert photos and the, the kind of whatever the event photos that's going on. Uh, Fally does a great job. Uh, i think, thinking the, the whole team, I don't know if that, the, the, the rest of the team, but I do run into Fally quite a bit. And uh yeah, it's just uh not I'm actually Satya doesn't know this, but I've, I've actually been in a few photos on that website where I'm like I was at a concert and, and I was caught. <laughs> I was like, oh hey, there I am. And it's That's always awesome. <laughs> I wonder how many people like maybe go on the website just to see if they made <laughs> made the website.
2: Right. <laughs> uh, you so. should do something like that. Some crowd pictures, find yourself in the crowd. Yeah. That's <laughs> you're throwing funny. ideas at me. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: hit ball ideas. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of ideas, uh if you if it's okay if I move on to the next topic here uh there's uh you know obviously a lot of initiatives i'm sure a lot of projects a lot of great ideas and a lot of things get executed and obviously and we we uh there's i'm sure many things to cover but there's this one uh back and forth we had that was very interesting it was talking about uh this thing called a virtual press trip for 15 travelers and it was part of the women in travel summit um can you talk a little bit about that and what's going on there
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the Women in Travel Summit is something that was going to be coming to Kansas City in 2020 and got postponed due to the pandemic. And for that, we were going to host six of the people who were attending that summit. And so the people who attend the summit are travel writers, influencers, bloggers, um, people like that. And so we were going to host six of them in Lawrence, for an overnight before the event, and that got postponed, and the Women in Travel Summit has been very um, flexible, like we've all had to be, and have come up with some different solutions to get um, DMOs like us in touch with these um, influencers, and so one of those opportunities was this virtual press trip so with that we basically had one hour to show off um, as much as we could um, about lawrence and um, it was really great that process the the writers and influencers had to apply to be a part of the program um the women in travel summit people kind of matched them up to to our community and um and then we hosted them and it was it was a really great experience it's something we had seen we did see Branson um do a virtual tour um fam trip and uh, that we thought was interesting and wondered if we might there might be a place for us there and so we made those calls and um, contacted our partners, um, asked them to submit videos, and it was incredible. I thought I would get a lot of videos that were already created, but many of our partners, attractions, museums, even restaurants created videos specifically for um, the the event. And I'm telling you, it was a jam-packed hour full of videos. We had some live trivia. Um, to go along with it, um, some Q&A time, not too much Q&A time at the end because it was so full. I wanted to have more live interaction, but in order to get all as many partners as possible on there, um, we did it that way. But it was incredible. And each of the travel writers then are required to write a blog and post at least two posts to their social media. So we're getting all kinds of earned media results um, from this trip and it was well worth the time
1: that's awesome that's awesome. and they they agreed to do that they 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 were open to doing that and posting it is that 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 was part of an agreement or Yes, that was
2: a part of uh, the agreement with the Women in Travel Summit um, requirements, so they set it up like that, so it was great, and we also had the opportunity, we got all of their shipping addresses, so we sent gift boxes to them each ahead of time that had some local products in them, including like candle from Waxman Candles, some soap from Body Truth. some. Just in some unmistakably Lawrence swag to have, and some of them had their candles lit, and it was it was great.
0: That's awesome. that, is, that is awesome. So, um, yeah, take me. I mean, just a couple follow ups. Uh, so, like you're engaging with people virtually, and uh, they were. So, did you send them like uh, uh, kind of. Ver- the, uh, visuals of Lawrence or did they they didn't travel here no this was like all online to accommodate the situation of uh traveling uh, this kind of you send them visuals and they react and create a content around that is that what I'm hearing
2: yeah so we um the the content of the uh, press trip were pretty much videos we had it broken up into different sections so we talked about history did some history trivia just to get some fun facts out there about the important really Lawrence's founding and then went into video from our history attractions and then we talked arts and culture and kind of themed it like that beforehand I sent them all of the places that we would be talking about their hashtags their links to their site everything so that if they were following along long and wanted to do social media posts they would have everything they need right there and then I followed up with a photo library for them to use um, in their blogs so um, and some of them have asked for a little few other things and one um i'll shout her out it was from the blog rock a little travel she actually came after the virtual press trip and visited in person Uh, so that was that was really exciting
1: that's awesome that's awesome to come back come back down so uh how are events now there i'm i'm curious how how have you guys opened up and you know so what we're happening. seeing,
2: our events calendar is starting to fill up lots of like live music, outdoor live music on the patios, things like that. We're hosting our first kind of big event this weekend on Saturday as our pride parade and um, party. Um, and we've been people are so excited um but mostly so that that is going to be a march down mass street and then at aben jake's which is an indoor facility it's a larger facility than usual so they're practicing social distancing um hopefully in there but i mean there's so much ch- chatter about it and then another one coming up so june has kind of been what we've uh, identified as our dinner bell we're starting to ring the dinner bell like things right. that are start. come yeah. on things are starting to happen again and so the act one of the free state festival will take place um at the end of june um that's it's a film festival film music comedy arts um typically there's indoor screenings but these are all going to be done outdoor drive-in style so and then we'll actually bring back some people in the fall so we can do some indoor stuff and talk about things so it's 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 exciting. I mean, every, it's, it's looking to be a really cool event um, done differently than we've ever done it, but I think it'll be really neat, really it neat. It would There's... be
1: interesting if, if it turns into a part outdoor event going forward, because just because people liked it, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I didn't know if you guys want to, but it would be interesting if that kind of impact happens just out of what do you learn out of this event? Right? Yeah.
2: I think we'll learn a lot. I think it'll be great. It's taking place at so many different venues throughout the town that that would not have taken place before. So, yeah, all kinds of.
0: I'm seeing it a lot hits. of photos of the Pride March coming up on my Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that looks like it was going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, it's going to be a little bit warmer, but that is summertime. That's uh, how it is. And, but I mean, yeah, I think people, there's, uh, I mean, we were talking even before we started the show about how uh, getting out and about, I think the city is just ready to get back into the, back into the, you know, the, the going out kind of feeling safely going out. And uh, because, uh, you know, you've gone out to the, the, the kind of hot spots in Lawrence, um, it's, they've been pretty, uh, pretty busy and uh I've been following through with everything so yeah i think uh, the city is ready and i think this might be this might be the uh, the pride parade might be kind of the that is like the kind of uh first kind of major event of the the summer maybe if that that that's a fair way to, to announce it i don't know but uh but yeah, yeah it, I it definitely i think the i can definitely feel the energy uh, getting more in town so i'm enjoying it mm-hmm. um speaking of uh kind of events we did want to talk a little bit about uh so uh if you're listening and you don't know this uh Lawrence, Kansas is home to the University of Kansas, the Jayhawks, and is the biggest university in the state of Kansas. And so we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, kind of big events, uh, destination marketing events, obviously, is a big part of that, you know, uh, know, obviously, any university you have, there is a commencement at the uh, in May or at the end of the uh, end of the spring semester. And that brings in a lot of families and a lot of uh, you know a lot of celebration big parties uh, and uh, and the like and we wanted to talk a little bit Andrea about uh, how was that uh, accomplished uh, this year in Lawrence considering uh, you know the pandemic is kind of uh, changing course a little bit now and uh, you know, you bring bringing all these families across Kansas, across the, you know, across the country, to be honest. And, uh, you know, uh, kind of communicating with them, what the rules are, uh, the strategy to, to talk to the visitors and what the mandates still are, where they can go, where they cannot go. And, you know, there's a lot, there's tens of thousands of people coming in, into town. And so there's a, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big uh, responsibility to take on. So, uh, can you talk to us a little bit about commencement in 2021 in Lawrence, Kansas? And how was it on your end?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, early, uh, very first of May, we got a reach out from the the Lawrence Douglas County Public Health Department um, to say, oh my gosh, we have all these visitors coming. And we were basically one of a handful of communities in Kansas and probably just a handful in the region that still had a mask mandate. So we're going to be welcoming all of these people, lots from Kansas, from communities where the mask mandate was not in, in effect. So um, the goal then was they came to us to help us, help with messaging to make sure that um, that our visitors knew that there was a mask mandate in effect. Um, and while all this, so because last year graduation was canceled, we had two graduation weekends um, this year. So two back-to-back graduation weekends. And so every year we always do graduation bags at the hotels. So gift bags, basically welcoming people um, to graduation. So first things first, we created, we basically created a whole Toolkit for our partners throughout the town to use um, to spread this message. We have throughout the pandemic been very closely working with our chamber, the health department, downtown Lawrence Inc. Um, at the city and the Lawrence Restaurant Association to make sure that we're all spreading the same message. So we put together some messaging um, that people uh, could use to post on social media, flyers that, they, that could be printed and um, signage um, ideas. So we got on a lot of marquees um, throughout town just reminding people to wear masks. And of course we had masks available at the visitor center if anybody needed to get one. So we put a toolkit together made got it to the to our hospitality partners and stakeholders and then also made got the chamber in downtown Lawrence to spread that message and um, and in the midst of all of this I think right in between the two graduations is when the CDC announcement came out that you know, so that's not required. So it was like, oh, we just sent all these flyers to the hotels. You know, they called a special meeting. I was like, what are they going to do? They're going to take away the mandate and all this signage is out there. We have big marquees, <laughs> but they left it intact until the end of the month, um, which was actually a relief um, for us. And I think we did an excellent job of getting the, the word out and with all of our partners as well.
1: That's a, I mean, it's a, you know, that's one of the things not to plug ourselves in, but generally digitization kind of helps us so much with like last minute updates and stuff. Generally speaking, yes. uh, it, it's, a, it's a interesting how, and we are excited obviously about how the communications aspect of is as Brian was kind of asking you that question. Um, I was like, oh wow! Like now, destination marketers also have to be public health communicators. Um, you know, uh, it's it's a it's a hard job to begin with, and now it's getting even harder, right? But um, but with with technology coming in, whether it's mobile apps or you know other things, it's kind of getting easier. But it's not there yet, and things like these still happen, where you have like a mass communication campaign that you are in the middle of. And something on the top changes entirely in a 360 degree or 180 degree way. So it's yeah. a, it's interesting what what you guys went through. Just exactly.
2: Well, the good thing was we did have we do have a what we call the COVID 19 visitor dashboard that gives a quick glance of this is the situation the COVID situation here like our percentage rate. This is we have what we call the Lawrence Promise, which is this very similar campaign to what we saw throughout the country of places who have signed a promise to put these procedures in place and then what current travel restrictions are in the state and just an at-a-glance thing. So we did have a QR code on the flyer, so at least that was there. So Correct. there was still that digital aspect to it, but it does always see. you know, we don't do a ton of print, but it seems like every time we do, there's always a
1: change. It was great while it lasted. Yes. Yeah. Does... Yeah. uh? So-
0: yeah, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I'm curious uh, because I'm, I'm now having flashbacks so of when I moved here as a, f- a freshman in college. Actually, I think it was more I was a junior in college actually at that time. But uh, uh, it's like my favorite thing of the welcome bag that we always got at KU, I don't think this is probably a demo thing in maybe but it is, but I always had like the greatest coupon book uh oh, I, yeah i use that like crazy i would use that like i, would, I would go one page at a time because i was new to the area had no <laughs> idea what was around so I'd go, what's the next thing i should go try just to get to see what's out there uh but yeah that was by far my favorite thing there's you know i love a good welcome bag but the coupon book always made me happy
2: oh yeah yeah
0: i'm uh, sorry satya was i cut you off there
1: yeah i i was just uh i think uh Andra mentioned um so you guys did two graduations back to back for two years so it's how how tell tell us a little bit of that experience both from your perspective i'm sure the university had to do their own thing Mm -hmm. um and um they do they did a lot of heavy lifting there but what was it for you guys and you know what did it mean uh i don't even know what to ask there in some ways
2: yeah well graduation is huge for us i mean it's one of those we're kind of lawrence is a medium size i mean small city large town i guess type of thing so it's one of those events that fills up every hotel room um, in the town here so it's always big for us because I mean I mean graduation is a big deal these people have been here for the past four or five six years we're always um and, you know we're welcoming them from the very beginning so it's kind of this full circle thing so we're always um the university is so important um to yeah. our
1: community and um, i don't know if the numbers are out yet but did it do you think it helped uh, the hotels out there with with their numbers are playing some catch-up from last year in terms of their revenues and ultimately your revenues yeah.
2: So we haven't seen the numbers yet. Um, it was busy. I can tell you that, but the, th- it, the, it's an outdoor event and the first weekend ended up like almost all of them got canceled. So they got pushed to the next weekend. So I don't know how all of that, we haven't seen the numbers yet to really, I mean, we sure. talked to people, they were busy. We noticed, you know, what we noticed while we were in town. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how many came back again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. it'll be interesting when we do get those those numbers. Those
1: numbers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'll back to you, Brian. I mean, that, yeah. that's something that came up in my mind.
0: <laughs> well, I hope that's a yeah. That's a, you know, it, in, as Andrew was saying too, like uh, not to. There is no. Uh, I I remember I was walking down Mass Street and, I'm, and I every time I get a haircut or go out to have a, a food or a drink and I realize how like when you see the college students uh, especially after a certain uh, when the time like uh, you know gets a little darker and then the college students start coming out and you realize how important yeah how important the, the university is to the town because it drives you know just a lot of the. Energy, a lot of the you know it's it, and, and that's funny too because uh, when I was first moved here, the college experience is what I was used to, and then when I started my family and bought a house here, then there's that Lawrence, and that's a completely mm-hmm. different. Like it doesn't even feel like the Lawrence I I was I was in like ten years ago. It's like oh no, this is like a professional. This is where we work and we have the kids and we uh, yeah. I'm like I have. I remember driving down to uh, we're down on 19th Street down down by the campus. So like the campus has been developing more stuff that I haven't been on in forever. They had. Of new buildings, I'm like, this is new. But my wife and I were like, Well, we haven't been here for a while. like an area we were always at every day that was Lawrence, Kansas to us, and now it's just completely different. And uh, yeah. but it's just funny how that at, at different stages of your life, how that changes. But it is, I think we do like live and die, not live and die, but it is like the lifeblood, I will say, of the city, and uh, and people often ask me, uh, like, why do I like to live in Lawrence? And I go, Well, everyone here is so uh positive and excited about life because the college students every year, there's a new crop of people excited, enthusiastic Mm -hmm. about what, and they're optimistic about what's going to happen. I guess college students just kind of have that like fun energy to them. And it just, every year it's a a new crop of them. So that's why I like it. Um, all right, so uh, that's my monologue. I, I, I keep on getting on my Lawrence, Kansas soapbox over here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's
1: what that does. That's we,
2: unmistakably Lawrence.
1: <laughs> yeah, we warned everyone. It's going to be a little bit of favoritism going on. here. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: oh there's more, oh, there's yeah, more, more coming. <laughs> going to be more. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I edit this and add like <laughs> dreamscapes and like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a chocolate tear in a tie. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit back into the marketing. I want to talk about the website, the unmistakably Lawrence website. Um, there is quite a bit of content on it. Uh, it's a great website if you're listening and uh, you should go check it out. It's unmist- un- 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 Google unmistakably Lawrence. Um, and we'll put the URL also on the screen too. So and down in the description so you can check it out there um but there is a redesign going on a lot of stuff on the website so i guess uh anyone who's worked in website marketing and and and, and redesigning stuff there's a lot of steps and uh so i'm curious uh Andrew, can you speak to kind of what the priorities when you were re- when the redesign was going on and maybe talk about the stakeholders that uh were considered and uh and kind of go from there with uh how it's uh, turning out so far
2: Absolutely. So when I first started, um, it wasn't. So during the same time that we did the rebranding, that's when the current unmistakablylawrence.com was launched and um, fabulous design. It's unlike any other DMO website I had ever seen, Um, but I'm a real Content marketer, we need to tell a story, we need to tell a story. And so we really picked up the pace on the content on the site. And what we've done is outgrown the current site. And so we are um, creating the new site um, with the visitor in mind and all of this content that we have in mind. So something that I had noticed over the years, um, we keep getting more and more visitors site, but they're not sticking around quite as long. They're bouncing off the site a little bit quicker. One thing that's, I mean, unique to destination marketing websites is bounces aren't necessarily bad because usually they're to partners. So we're mm-hmm. constantly pushing people out to partners, but we want to just keep people more engaged on our site. So um, one of the big important components of the new site is going to be like related content. Um, just relating what you're seeing to, to more content and dig a little deeper, just kind of the Amazon model of you may also like this, um, will be an yeah. important part of it. It's also going to have dynamic content. So we're going to, it's going to be more personalized to the user based on their, um, where they are and, and their, um planning and 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 all of that so what we what i would say is i mean you kind of nailed it yes we do have a ton of content but it's just a little bit clunky now um, with the current site so the next one should be a much better user experience not that you have to go find the information but the information you're looking for is coming right to you is is that's awesome that's
1: awesome now what's the what's the thought process what's the work that you're going through right now in the planning stages because those are the hardest uh you know uh in some ways they are the hardest because you you're almost on the whiteboard and uh, and you might have gone further but i'm just saying so what are you going through? What are the, it seems like you already told a couple of things, talking about clunkiness and talking about getting the information to the users so they can stick around a little bit more, browse a little bit more. Um, those, those seem like goals, but how are you kind of going about defining, okay, how, this is how we go about solving that, right, or meeting that need. Um, yeah. can, can you so, help uh, our readers understand that? Our absolutely. Listeners?
2: Yeah. So we are working with, um, simple to do this site. We have already been working with them for several years on the database side. So they do cool. our CRM. And so we are moving to their CMS. So we are working with their team and then a site map has been developed. And that was kind of where we started was this site mm-hmm. map. And it was their team that really dug deep into the analytics of what people are searching for what's popular on our site now. And, um, and and how people are searching and to develop a very detailed site map, we will have a lot of pages. So at this time, um, the big work is developing even more content for all of these pages. Um, I thought at first, I thought this is crazy. This is so many pages, but at the same time, if somebody says I'm looking for burgers in Lawrence, Kansas, they're going to find it on our site now, no matter, you know, it's that detailed. We have a page for that. Um, but that's how people are searching. So, um, it was just a lot of analysis. I really enjoyed working with them in that process. I'm a big data head. I like dicing it and slicing it a million different ways. And so I really liked the process and the fact that it was based upon real data.
1: Brian's the SEO guy on our side, don't, don't hire him. I'm warning you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> uh, Brian's the SEO guy on our side. And he, yeah, you know, he kind of goes and analyzes and they're like 5,000 uh, Visit Kansas. That isn't Kansas city, right? There 5,000 pages that were ranked in SEO. And oh, they like were, yeah, KC.
0: Yeah. they were doing, yeah, they, well, yeah, they yeah, were doing they were
1: like they were crap, crazy yeah. amount of pages that were just used to rank across different types of content. So mm-hmm. I guess you are going to be busy for some time creating all of that. Yes, right I Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's I it's
2: content and he- header images and copy. That is my life I, right now. I know
0: that exasperated sound. Oh, yes. It's, <laughs> mountain to <laughs> climb. Um, I, I think I know my favorite part of the, I think I know the best part of the website is though. I think I know like probably the most popular, is it, is it food specials and drink specials?
2: So that is funny because that get we don't promote that at all. And yes, it ranks up there. Wednesday, people are looking for food specials. Wednesday food specials specials rank rank up there above all other days of the week it's Wednesday that's when people are like well
0: yeah again not to not to talk too much about uh, us but I did want to say this is kind of funny as you might appreciate this Andrea is like one of the ways we promote uh, our product on Hoopboard is it's a content uh, management system and I used food uh-huh. specials and drink specials as an example uh and it can uh-huh. be and I actually you can probably see me on the, the website <laughs> kind of like using I, did, I, took, I took a few screenshots I hope that's okay I'm sure you know yeah. we, don't, we don't mind that one Absolutely. but but yeah it was uh I um back in college uh whenever it was time to like I make a like food specials uh, especially now like uh, the kids eat free uh, restaurants throughout the week mm-hmm. you better believe i'm paying attention to those uh but <laughs> but yeah the i mean yeah there's a restaurant just down the street from us i'm like oh the kids eat free on monday i'm going there <laughs> and with the you're kids
1: right.
0: um but yeah the drink specials probably when you're in college that was like by far the most popular thing it's like if you only have like 22 dollars, like how far can i get this 22 dollars? <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> yeah
0: Yeah. So I love that. Yeah, no,
2: that, but our always, I mean, well, I I won't say always pandemic times were obviously different, but our events calendar is the top viewed page on our site. Yeah. Consistently over the homepage, people are always searching for things to do. Um, So, yeah. And we're really, I mean, and I would say this last month is where we've just seen it just really shoot through the roof.
1: Now, this is something that we always kind of, a, with with some of our university clients or even just generally universities, but um, I wonder if this spills over to you guys, is with universities we have this huge challenge, right? Every year there's like a, a big chunk of population that's essentially turning over uh, uh-huh. into a new set of population um, and they need to be re-educated um, again about the about the city, and I think I think that is unique to, especially the university towns. Um, again, they the universities themselves do a lot of heavy lifting, but what what out of it comes in um, your way, or what do you guys do if any if anything yeah. specifically on that?
2: Well, one thing we always and and just. Uh, to let you all know, University of Kansas is not the only university here in Lawrence. There's also Haskell Indian Nations University, which is one of only two um, federal intertribal universities. There's uh-huh. over 200 um, indigenous tribes represented um, there at Haskell. So, what we do, we do every year send our visitor's guide to the families of first year students. And we also work um, with orientation um, at the University of Kansas. Um, to provide content. We have content on the university's website and sometimes, I mean, we'll do different things. We've done scavenger hunts with downtown Lawrence and um, just provided information, make sure they know where our visitor center is and, and that they know about our website. But the main thing we've done for many, many years is always send that visitor's guide to first the parents of first year students and then work with orientation to make sure information is there early on in the process. Because that's a lot of the time, even, you know, even before orientation, when we're just visiting the school, a lot of the time, I mean, the school is so important, but the the community as well. So, and, and what we've also discovered sometimes, you know, they're coming for college and they're kind of scared, those freshmen kind of scared to venture off of campus. So anytime we've done things where we've bust them around, you know, worked with um, our different Um, people in town to get them them off of campus and into the community and become a part of the community.
1: I remember my first time coming into Philadelphia, where I went to college. And of course, that's, that's, you're like talking about, oh, these are the areas you're not going to go through. And eventually, you're like, wait a minute, that was just all like it's not that crazy it's you can just go and nobody's gonna bother you just do your own thing and don't bother people and that's fine but yeah it's all that education around safety and all definitely matters Um, uh and it's i'm sure you guys are doing a lot in that front but it's it's interesting now uh, in terms of specials and all how how they can draw people out for things like these right is that is that helping and i wonder if you if there's metrics around it at any point that people have gathered or you know you could gather
2: yeah i mean we i don't know about like how the redemption of the specials we don't so currently it's just like daily specials with our current site like anytime Mm -hmm. because we're working i don't know We'll be able, we'll have a lot more flexibility with the new site to add more coupon types and and things like that. But right now it's just the daily food special. So it's not like you need to actually redeem something. So it's hard to measure, but I can say I do believe that it has driven business because it gets so much traffic.
1: Correct
0: oh for sure and and it also like yeah in terms of in terms of driving business like i mean even if it was like uh satya introduced me to the term uh, about a year ago called loss leader like even if they are like breaking even or making a dollar it's like well i'm getting introduced to a new restaurant and i'm like oh this two this you know this uh, half price burgers area like uh or if it's henry t's or if it's uh you know if i'm trying uh any new burger joint like it's casbah or dempsey's i'm like oh well i haven't been here yet and the first time you go there obviously I'm, Andrew, i'm sure you know and we go in there you're like oh this is amazing stuff and you become I'm like a repeat customer whenever mm-hmm. you want and uh, a lot a lot of that is just like getting someone through the door uh maybe we're breaking even but we're introducing ourselves and they're coming to us and they're getting the mm-hmm. experience so uh if anything uh and it's it's also fun it's fun for the the citizens it's fun for the people who use this specials it's almost like a, like a treasure hunt sometimes uh yeah. and um and it's uh you know it's just uh, i i I mean sometimes you just go on there and you see like uh, what 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 restaurants are doing creatively with their food specials or their drink specials like oh what are they doing this if you have like a jazz house situation where you pay cover and everything's a dollar 50 like remember that right like oh, that's clever that that's amazing so but yeah uh I'm no I'm doing a lot of name dropping here too Satya. I'm sorry like uh, these are all local businesses and bars uh, that uh anyone from Lawrence listening probably I assume knows about it so
1: oh yeah i i just thought you were making up those names nah, no these are not made up up. <laughs> real real deal
0: <laughs> these are real i'm basically walking yeah. you through my like when i'm off of work and like what I what i go enjoy and go to <laughs> like oh this is where i get to <laughs> this my mental map of lawrence and um go. but yeah and i'm looking forward to uh coming back around and i guess uh Before we go, I mean, this is not kind of a a thing we had planned to talk, but I am kind of curious. It's popped in my head while we're talking about the importance of the universities of Haskell, uh, a great university, and then in KU, and they do obviously drive a lot of interest here. And I'm just curious, Andrew. I'm sorry if I hope this is okay. I just want to know, like, uh, what about when it comes to like conventions and stuff that uh, in Lawrence itself? Like, uh, you know, I'm I'm obviously a citizen here, and uh, so I'm not really privy to what that drives. But uh, is Lawrence popular for any kind of specific uh, convention? that people like to come to maybe lesser known things like i don't know, emts or paramedics or i don't know softball coaches or something like that
2: so we definitely well, we're big on youth sports is huge for us um not convention but sports pavilion lawrence has all these basketball courts we are the cradle of basketball we Mm -hmm. can get into that Mm -hmm. but the inventor of the game of basketball uh was the first coach at the university of kansas and we're all crazy um Mm -hmm. basketball fans here so we're a great basketball destination but also for youth softball baseball um and then with the university here we bring in some major events um university events um the uh, NCAA championship type thing sometimes with at, at Rock Chalk Park with the, the track that's really awesome. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: but as far as conferences, so we are we did just send out about 800 visitors' guides in preparation for next year's, um, the Fur Traders Association. Fur traders are coming oh, back oh. to oh. Lawrence, so that's an interesting one. That's, that's a good, um, they'll be out at the fairgrounds. Um, let me think, I don't know if there's anything else that continually comes back, but what I would love to have come here is the Supernatural convention. Oh, so that would be There crazy. is a tie <laughs> for the show Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Sam and Dean were originally from Lawrence, Kansas in that show, and we get people all the time that will come to take a picture by a sign that they actually took a picture by in that show and it's just amazing that's why we changed actually the navigation on our site from haunted lawrence to supernatural lawrence just so we could make sure that we're grabbing that traffic so there's they've had big conventions for supernatural in kansas city and i'd love to see that in lawrence
1: that's just pretty neat oh my gosh i hope we get
0: that yeah yeah to keep uh keep getting after that one that one sounds like a lot of fun and uh, yeah yeah, i just love stuff like that like the fur traders i I was i you never know like kind of everyone has a conference right so this Mm -hmm. one you never know what you're going to get but i just love that there's a big community of fur traders who come visit lauren
2: (laughs) i know isn't that cool (laughs) yeah Yeah, but we do work with all types of Kansas associations and regional associations to book conferences here, and those to me are so important. Well, for one, because we are a very popular weekend destination, so those really help us with our weekday room nights at hotels and whatnot, and I just firmly believe Lawrence is that place, whether it's for a sports tournament or the first time you came here was for college or whether it was for a conference or a something like that that it's a place that you're going to come back to to enjoy leisurely
1: next time or at least
2: tell somebody yeah, about yeah. yeah Next time,
1: blind where's his uh where's a fur cap on the zoom calls i i know um i know the fur convention for uh just happened in <laughs> yeah i'll wear, I'll wear the cap like a during a very serious
0: business call like brian take that off yeah. like what take yeah. what off i'm being serious <laughs> over here with this ass <laughs> yeah and uh, andrew i'm glad you said that too if you start off in, in college and maybe you come back well that's exactly what happened to me uh and my wife as well we met in college yeah and we moved around a little bit but we decided we wanted to start our family and grow it here in lawrence kansas so that's exactly exactly how it worked up it's the university that brought uh, gets us started gets us introduced but along the way it's kind of that unique experience right good experience uh blasting memories consistency that you kind of grow to love and lawrence definitely did that to to us to me and my wife and uh so and and we're loving it all the more every day and we're looking forward to another great summer and uh and and the like so uh with that uh andrea uh before we say our goodbyes um did did you want to like promote any uh websites or urls or social medias uh that are related to explore lawrence
2: sure just um a couple things real quick we do have something super cool coming in the fall which is the debut of the encountering john brown exhibit um And that will be coming to the Watkins Museum of History and it's starting in early September. And so that'll be, like I said, the debut and it relates the history of Lawrence. We were founded as, Lawrence was founded with the sole purpose of helping to make Kansas a free state um, prior to the Civil War. So um, so that exhibit is going to be taking place. It's kind of a big deal. So that take place starting September 4th at Watkins Museum in downtown Lawrence. Um, our website is unmistakably lawrence.com. Don't worry if it's hard to spell because we have every URL that's spelled <laughs> similarly to that as well. And you can follow us on uh YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Twitter at explore lawrence.
0: That's awesome. Awesome, Andrea, Andrea Johnson, uh, director of marketing and communications at Explorer Lawrence in Lawrence, Kansas. Thank you so much for being here. It was a lot of fun uh, chatting with you, and uh, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back again soon. I- I'm definitely going to that. I'm gonna go to that uh, that historical uh, thing, and uh, is it coming up in the fall? So I think I'm gonna go Perfect. there because, because that's that sounds like a lot of fun and, 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 and very maybe interesting. Maybe
1: I'll I'll just crash the party too at some point. Come on, like. yeah. come on
0: down, come on down. We'll uh, we'll we'll Love find us a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Thanks again. And thank you for listening and watching. Uh, This has been the Hoopboard Visitor Information and Destination Marketing Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, anywhere where popular podcasts or any place that's popular with podcasts. Please subscribe, review, like, share. And once again, thank you for listening, Andrea. Thank you for being here. And until next time, thank you, everyone. Thank you for watching this clip of the Hoopboard Visitor Information and Destination Marketing Podcast. If you liked what you saw, please consider subscribing to the podcast. You can find us on all the popular platforms for podcasts like Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google. And while you're there, please consider leaving us a five star review and a nice comment. You can also find us on YouTube. So please subscribe to us there. You'll find consistently updated content with the latest interviews, tips, tricks, ideas, anything that's relevant to the visitor information and destination marketing industry. Thank you for
1: for listening.